0: Yeah. Don't you just love this song? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: It slaps.
0: I've been uh, obsessed with this song lately. Hit it. Oh, man. Yeah. Fuck
2: yeah.
0: My I kind of unironically love that song.
1: You're choking me with your. I'm choking on your. An irony. I
0: wish I could re-virginize myself, unbreak my hymen, <laughs> and lose my virginity again to that song.
1: To that song in particular? Yeah,
0: instead of Blind by Korn. Are
1: you ready?
0: <laughs> but yeah, you just gotta accept your fates as they come, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Man. Hmm. Corn.
0: You know, the first time um, that a lady ever, like, not not actual penetrative sex, but, like, the other stuff, Pocahontas was playing in the background.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: And let me tell you, I have heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon. <laughs> oh. and
1: uh. n- the
0: next weekend, Mulan was playing in the background. I've never finished these movies. I can't. They're they're associated. Do you, do you
1: do you finish before you can finish the movie? Yeah. Is that the problem? So like
0: the movie starts, <laughs> and then about a minute in, I'm done.
1: <laughs> Speaking of a wolf cry, have you ever heard a fox cry? Because it sounds like a woman screaming bloody murder.
0: Well, let's see if. We... Oh, this fucking ads! <laughs> I hate them. Fuck you.
1: Ah, oh, but doesn't this twee music make you want to buy whatever cleaning product just just they're trying the to sell refreshing. you?
0: It's the it's gum commercial.
1: Extra. Oh, God.
0: Fucking, uh, foxes running around with a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God. That's what I, that's what I was, Oh, it just like gives me chills. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a lot
0: of animals that scream like that. Uh Goats.
1: It's fright. Oh, yeah, that's right. Goats scream too. Humans.
0: Humans. (laughs) (laughs) Foxes are so cool. I like them. Also, follow these subreddits where people just have owls and they hang out. I just want to do that. I just want to hang, hang out with the owls. Do
1: these people have Harry Potter fetishes?
0: Wherever you go, there's... You're never far from someone being like, what house of Harry Potter would you be? <laughs> I sat through the movies. I'm never going to read the books. Well, I shouldn't say never. I kind of cornered myself into maybe reading them for the show.
1: Oh, it's so much, Bobby. I read them. It's so much. Uh, and I've seen all the movies, and I think it's fine. I will never read it again unless I was reading it with a kid. And then sure.
0: Oh, no. I wouldn't let my kid read Harry Potter.
1: Oh, because of the witchcraft?
0: No, no, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'd make him read something like something like Philip K Dick, William Volman, Uh, who's the guy that did Thomas Pinchon. That's the kind of shit my kid would read. Mm. My kid's going to be so cool. <laughs> Have you ever heard of William Volman? No. I've got I don't a, think so. I've got a couple of his books. They are some of the most impenetrable fucking shit really? you'll ever read. I'll read a little bit of it to you. Okay. W- William Baldwin maybe some listeners know. But enough of this pop culture Harry Potter shit. <laughs> right. Let's talk about WrestleMania.
2: Woo! Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Absolutely not! They they, they hoped for it! Did everyone want this? Yes! Yes! Yes!
0: Culture Rock. Has overcome the authority.
2: There is your new
0: face of WWE! Culture Rock. Rock.
2: Has done it! Dreams come true. Yes! (laughs)
0: WrestleMania is interesting because WWE event, right? And Mr. McMahon has successfully made, at least to the casual consumer, has successfully made the idea of wrestling linked with WWE forever. Mm
2: -hmm. He has
0: successfully pulled that off in the sense to where people who, even if you present another wrestling product, people will just call it WWE like the way Southerners used to call everything Coke or, yeah,
1: it's like Kleenex.
0: Yeah, that's a good example. If you're blowing your nose on a piece of paper or a tissue. <laughs> a piece
1: of paper.
0: <laughs> a newspaper, you're going to call it a Kleenex if you're blowing your It's either your a nose.
1: Kleenex or you might have a hanky if you got an actual like which, piece of cloth. Which
0: in terms of developing pro wrestling as a physical art form, which I can go off on that.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind of
0: held it back, honestly. Even websites that write about wrestling, pro uh-huh. wrestling, uh-huh. even if they talk about other shows like the Indies or New Japan or AEW, they will often put wrestling stuff under the banner of WWE, even though they're talking about other things weird.
1: as well. That's weird. But they'll wrap it in. Like, they'll bring up WWE no matter what, right? Because they think that's going to get people to read the article. And
0: that—that that is the thing. It's marketing. If you call it WWE because... Apparently their YouTube gets hits constantly. They are extremely well streamed in like, you know, these open media, video media services, right? Sure. That's free and accessible. So if people put WWE, it might actually increase their, you know, and that's just the internet. It's it's insincere and it's a bunch of words that make you go to something and then you sit through it and you're like, why did I, why, why did I sit through right. that? That's the internet. Right buzzfeed i've never clicked on anything by buzzfeed and thought what an amazing use of my time that was was (laughs) it's like the dumbest shit too and half the list will have pictures that don't seem to associate with what they're talking about but just vaguely Mm -hmm. i don't know could buzzfeed just disappear i wish i was like that kid in the twilight zone that the family's real scared of because he has god powers and i'd be like that kid and they'd be like what do you want us to write about bobby and i was like write about how gary potter sucks <laughs> and uh write about a- japanese wrestling no, we're just writing about japanese wrestling today what did you say to me and i'll put him out in the cornfield and turn him into a scarecrow because that's what that kid did
1: yeah that kid was scary that's a good episode that was
0: scary that kid's fucking when watching that episode the kid i'm like was
1: fucking is that what you just said
0: the kid was fucking <laughs> that's not right angelo <laughs> Think about what you're saying here.
1: (laughs) You said it. I was making fun of you because you paused weird. You're like, the kid was fucking, and then.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, as of us recording, DMX passed away.
1: I know. I know.
0: And Prince Philip also died, but who gives a fuck about that? Prince
1: Philip died, though?
0: Yeah, the royal. The royal dude. I don't really give a fuck about him, though.
1: No, but that means one less.
0: Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That's the best thing a royal can do is die, honestly. (laughs) Your thoughts on that? I
1: don't know what to say to that. Um, I just, I think they have a control that is not, it doesn't make sense to me. They don't really have control, but, like, they have this, like, cultural significance that, I don't know, I just...
0: It's maintaining class and wealth. It's not that complicated.
1: Yeah, it's gross, though. Of course. Also, apparently, they are racist,
0: Yeah, yeah, he's said a lot of shit uh, about, like, Asians, apparently. Like, he really, like, rags on some But even
1: to, like, Meghan Markle. Oh, really? Like, that's what a lot of... I have not seen the Oprah interview. Never will. Never will. But I've seen some memes, and I've listened to some people talk about it. I'm just going to say...
0: We stumbled down this alleyway. I'm going to get out of it real quick. I'm going
1: to get out of it real quick. But apparently there was some really shitty, shitty, shitty things said to her while she was pregnant about... The color of was her baby's skin going to be. And she was treated completely differently than the other princess. They told her her kid wasn't going to have a title. It was a bunch of bullshit. They, they removed left themselves get, of the They title. removed themselves after they were shitty to her. Yeah. They were shitty to her, so they left.
0: Sorry that anybody said something like that to her. I don't give a fuck about her either, honestly. No, I
1: mean, listen. <laughs> the, this is a different class of people that...
0: <laughs> yeah, we should it not... Does not yeah, yeah. Well, let's just
1: talk about something else They then. They made it.
0: They made it. They are not hurting at all. And Prince Philip is dead, and it's cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: WrestleMania.
0: You want to talk about it? Sure. Go ahead.
1: WrestleMania is two nights. It's actually going to be in front of a crowd.
0: Yeah, the first time in over a year, the last WrestleMania was in front of no crowd. Since then, by last summer, they had developed this... this uh, they called it the Thunderdome, which I thought was a lame name for it. Yes. But it's a bunch of LED displays of fans that log in and watch. And it stretches all the way around. It actually looks very impressive.
1: It does look really cool.
0: But they pipe in the crowd noise. Yes. So they're telling you what's, like, being booed and what's being cheered. They pipe in chants. You know, the wrestling crowds can be are notorious for being kind of fickle sometimes. So Vince McMahon has been basically telling you what's getting over. Whereas usually, in the past, you watch an episode of Raw, and if it's boring... I think the worst thing the fans would do is just be quiet. That's like the worst... That's the last thing. You'd rather them booing.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Or making insulting chants to individuals. But if they're, like, quiet and bored, that's the worst thing of all. Yeah. But we're going to have crowds. So the question is, will these crowds be whipped up into an excited frenzy? Or will they... How will they react to these ideas that Vince McMahon has been booking Mm -hmm. for the last year? Because I'm a fan of a lot of talent at WWE, but these ideas that we've been seeing play out over the past year are a real shit show.
1: Yeah, he's definitely been piping in booze where we thought there would be cheers and vice versa. I think he's going to continue to do that even when there's crowds there. Because I think he's going to want to make it seem like he's been right. Yeah. Because he's Vince McMahon.
0: So, like, for example, well, two examples here. One is Roman Reigns, who in the past has been pushed and the fans have rejected, right? Well, Roman Reigns took off for several months when COVID hit
1: mm-hmm. because his
0: family, he, he's a cancer survivor, basically.
1: He had leukemia.
0: And his, And he did it for his family and then had come back, like, by the end of summer. And when Roman Reigns came back, he went from like kind of a boring baby face to like this domineering heel character. Yes. And it's the coolest version of Roman Reigns we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, he's so cool. I love him so much. And Vince has been piping in booze. But listen, I would never I'm, boo I'm, him. I'm here to listen. I'm not booing him ever. I don't think people will. I think people are going to fucking cheer for him when he comes out because he's so over right now.
0: Well, he was supposed to have a main event match with the veteran wrestler Edge, who had been retired for nine years and had come back and was cleared by doctors to wrestle again. And they had Edge win the Royal Rumble. And when you win the the Royal Rumble, you go to to do the main event at WrestleMania. They have two big titles, basically. We'll get into the other one. Uh, Roman Reigns has the Universal Championship. Mm -hmm. But recently the program has changed to a tri- a three-way match yeah with beloved wrestling star Daniel Bryan yes and there's been some theories that Daniel Bryan has been put in here to make sure that the crowd cheer him yeah because he's beloved and even when they try to make him a heel people still like
1: him exactly
0: i think it's fair that like maybe edge has fans out there but i don't know if he's really moved the needle of excitement
2: Mm -hmm. for
0: this upcoming match, right? If you have one of Roman Reigns' opponents be Daniel Bryan, that would ensure that the crowd is a little more likely to boo Roman Reigns. But if it was just Edge and Roman Reigns, I'm cheering Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, 100.
0: I like Edge just fine, but Roman has been cool. He's been one of the few good things about WWE
1: lately. I would just cheer for both of them. But you've told me a million times I'm not maybe a normal wrestling fan. Because I'm just going to cheer for everybody I like, even if they're fighting each other. Right. I'm you, not picking a side. We don't really
0: have this, like, heel-face dynamic where we hate one. That's not how we cheer, of
1: course. Right, right.
0: But there is this, this expectation in wrestling that, you know, it's just this oversimplified nature of it. With the other title, the WWE... Heavyweight championship, won Mm a heavyweight championship. Last year, at at an empty WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre won it. He's a good wrestler. It was good to see him get it. And unfortunate that he didn't get it in front of a crowd, right? Right. And this crowd is supposed to be kind of like the Super Bowl, right? Thousands and thousands, but people kind of spread out. That's what the crowd's supposed to be at this WrestleMania. Well, Drew has lost the belt a couple of times, and he lost the belt through one of those like roundabout shithousery ways where it doesn't bury him to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley had this click. Raw, Monday Night Raw has sucked for, like, giant ass for a while. But one thing that they were doing right was this thing called the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, veteran wrestler MVP, who's kind of works as, like, a manager as well. Mm-hmm. And they started this click, which included these other wrestlers, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. These guys that are super talented that yep. that don't get a lot of ring time. And they're they're all these like this buff ass black men dressed in suits. They're heels and they're kind of bullying around but they look sharp.
1: They're in charge.
0: Yeah, they're in charge. They were one of the more more refined groups. Bobby Lashley was pretty protected throughout this time. And it was just working. It was like one of the few things on Raw that was like a Hurt Business. They're they're bad, but they're kind of cool. Kind of like Roman Reigns.
1: MVP's good on the mic.
0: Yeah, he's great. A couple weeks ago, Vince McMahon broke the Hurt Business up and replaced Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin with this guy named Baron Corbin.
1: Gross. Who's
0: a thorough heel that people will boo. <laughs> and so the idea... And apparently there no one but Vince McMahon thought this was a good idea. I heard... Uh, you know, through those like dirt sheets mm-hmm. that uh, the dirty, dirty dirt sheets that MVP and Bobby Lashley went to Vince and was like, look, don't break this up. This is a good idea. But Vince was like, no, Vince is worried that with Bobby Lashley will come out that they will cheer him because as he's,
1: they fucking should because
0: he's one of the few people on raw that has been well booked and he looks good in a suit and MVP's a good talker, but you put him next to Baron Corbin, you're pretty much guaranteed to get booze if you're standing next to Baron Corbin. And there's nothing against Drew McIntyre, who is a great face. And this is obviously to get the belt back on Drew McIntyre in front of a crowd, which he deserves. But because yeah. but because of bad booking decisions and nothing to do with Drew at all, I kinda wish Bobby would retain it.
1: Honestly, that's who I put on my sheet.
0: I think for we're gonna do some predictions for WrestleMania. And I'm gonna I'm gonna vote with what I want.
1: That's what I did. I'm going to
0: go. Usually I try to be smart about it, but this time I'm going to be like, this is what I want to
1: happen. Uh, you're voting from your heart. Tell it to my heart. Say it's not the
0: only one. Say something love that <laughs> lasts forever. So tell it to my heart. Say it's not the only one. Who sings that? I
1: don't know. Um. Oh, I don't know. But those aren't the words. I know that.
0: Well, what's the words?
1: I don't know but you were like smushing words together. Like you weren't saying full sentences. Say it.
0: Sing the song if you know it.
1: It's like, uh, (laughs) tell it to my heart. Say that I'm the only one.
0: Say that we're a love that lasts forever. Right? I don't know.
1: Okay. (laughs) not if we don't sing the right words it's not the song
0: so wrestlemania (laughs) it'll probably be a pretty good show because wwe does put work in it to make sure that this isn't that this is one of the better pay-per-views of the year but here's some other things with wwe our listeners may not be big wrestling fans but i think WrestleMania is such a big thing in the popular culture that I think it is worth poking your head in because a lot of people, there are a lot of people where this is the one wrestling thing they will sit down and watch every year. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how the Super Bowl is the one football game a lot of people sit down and watch. Yeah. But recently, the WWE um, has sold their streaming. The WWE Network has moved to Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. You might recall that we mentioned Peacock when we talked about our "Say by the Bell episode called I Lift My Kidney at Bayside High.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And I believe at the time we said we did not encourage buying Peacock. We were like. You could pay for Peacock, but is that cool? Is that the cool thing to do? Or you just know? do the, the whatever, the seven day free trial. Yeah. I mean, Well, now we got Peacock because yeah. the network moved. And it actually dropped down to a 5 It went from $10 to $5. Well, here's there's a bit of a problem that they've run into. And this is funny because Vince McMahon has cut these big network deals. He got a lot of money to stream the network through Peacock. He's got good television deals with SmackDown on Fox. And, he's, and, and he told employees this year that there was going to be no bonuses. Even though he has literally made record profits.
1: Because he's a fucking monster. <laughs> Vince McMahon, for all the things he may have done that you could think are positive, there's just as many negatives. But he's at the end of the day, he's just like a money-hungry troll.
0: You hear that, Vince? You could be like the next Stone Cold to Vince McMahon. You you can feud with Vince like the way Stone Cold used to.
1: I mean, I'm ready. Hell yeah!
0: Can you drop a stunner on that motherfucker?
1: Not yet, but I started lifting weights, so soon.
0: He's like 80. Then yes. Maybe you can fuck him up.
1: I just don't know the moves yet. We gotta learn. I gotta learn how to do a stunner, and then I will stun Vince McMahon. Maybe you can
0: get his kids to turn on him.
1: His kids, Stephanie and...
0: Yeah. You know, Forbes gave Stephanie an award for being such a girl boss. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, complimenting her on running WWE during a pandemic. Between NXT and the main shows, they literally had, like, no less than three (laughs) COVID breakouts among their stars this year. The
1: worst. They...
0: They fucked it up bad at the beginning. They they, they did yes. better at, later on.
1: No, but they but fucked they it up bad because they had some the people beginning. on a recording and Vince specifically was like, tell those people to take their masks off. Oh,
0: it was uh, Kevin Dunn, who's a big producer there.
1: Still, t- end of the day, they, it's all Vince's fault. They
0: experimented <laughs> with some live, yeah, the buck yeah, stops at Vince. it does. But they were experimenting with live crowds and people were had a mask on and apparently there was some time where Kevin Dunn asked fans to take their fucking masks off. Sure enough, wrestlers and people were getting COVID. The zeitgeist of pop culture, they look at WWE like it's a novelty, right? Mm -hmm. WWE gets press around WrestleMania time. But they get overlooked a lot when they do something stupid or bad. I think people just kind of like, it's kind of like how, what's the way to compare it? It's like. How someone might think of Batman who's never read a comic book. It's like, oh, it's just something that like kids and young adults, people just have this idea of what it is and they don't really absorb it. And I think Peacock found themselves in this position when NBC and their Peacock censors or whatever started getting complaints because I guess people started... (laughs) People who got Peacock, who if you have cable, apparently you have access to Peacock. So a lot of people actually do have it.
1: Oh yeah, you can like log in with your cable provider yeah, yeah. or whatever.
0: So I think a lot of people were like, oh, they got WrestleManias here. And they watched, I think it was WrestleMania one where uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper was feuding with Mr. T. Mm. And well, there was a point where Rowdy Roddy Piper, the ultimate heels heel, at one point painted half his face in blackface railing against Mr. T. To get angry heat from the crowd. And the history of wrestling is full of, like, stereotypes that are not very uh, flattering at all. Yeah. Like, Samoans could only be one thing. So
1: problematic. We
0: we lost the wrestler who played Kamala, who they called him the Ugandan Giant, and they painted his belly. But he's just some dude from Mississippi. But he fucking made a lot of money wrestling on the circuit and on WWE as Kamala, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think they got some complaints, and so now they had to go back and they censored
1: Wow. Like
0: that part. Where's the line, right? You can't... You got racism. If you're talking about racism, sexism, and homophobia, you will be editing shit out to this very day.
1: Do you know what Disney does?
0: They put a prompt that says, we used to be dumber. Yeah. That's what they should do. That's
1: exactly what Peacock should be doing. Like, if you go to watch Aladdin right now on Disney+, Plus. There's like a thing that comes up that says, basically, and I'm obviously hugely paraphrasing, there are problematic stereotypes in this movie. We know this is not true anymore, but basically not altering the original work of whatever. It's like when fucking Bill Cosby, who's a whole other bag of problems. Rapes people? He did rape people, but he also tried to, didn't he try to like erase Song of the South?
0: Yeah, yeah. From existence? Yeah, he bought the rights to it and destroyed... You can find like bootleggy copies. And of
1: it, it is terrible. It is obviously terrible. But I do feel like it is important for us to look back at some of these things that have happened and figure out like why did someone think that was okay? Yeah. And learn from those things. You can't pretend like they didn't happen.
0: You don't want to wipe that shit out, but I think definitely a thing that says, Hey, we used to be dumb, so take this with a grain of salt yeah. and maybe historically learn from it.
1: Put some sort of warning on it that maybe maybe parental guidance suggested also, you know, like if it's not there already to say like if your kids if you're going to wa- if your kids going to watch this, you might want to watch it with your kids, so you can explain some of the shitty decisions we made.
0: But you can just kind of tell about how they're reacting to this and then their instinct to just like, "Oh, we need to cut that out." But where do you stop? Right? Especially with pro wrestling.
1: It's a slippery slope.
0: Fans have known this forever. They've groaned at this shit for years. And but this is interesting because people of all races love wrestling which is crazy as Mm -hmm. much as it has been insulting to our faces like people will absorb it so fans have known this and in some instances, are smarter than what they're watching when it's at its lowest. Mm-hmm. But I think Peacock was just like your casual person who's been paid to, to write an article on WrestleMania this year. Oh, like WWE, right? Everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. My kid has a Scooby-Doo uh, w- WrestleMania DVD mm-hmm. watches. That's how people think of it in this casual way. And I think Peacock or whoever runs it thought of it the same fucking way and honestly did not think that they would have to go back and... Delete images of people in blackface and shit like that on the show.
1: Are you gonna go back and remove or edit like problematic television shows? No,
0: maybe I don't know.
1: I guess you could like remove in full episodes of stuff, but
0: this is why just a disclaimer is there. But it but yeah. it but it shows the how they thought about this in which they didn't, yeah, and now they're reacting. Also, the thing that justified us having the WWE Network, was that there's 40 plus years of wrestling history on this shit, right? hmm And even if it was like, God, this product sucks right now, except for NXT, we always like NXT. Yeah. Which is their developmental brand, which is better than their big show brand. Yes. It's just booked better. There, we, There's great wrestlers on the big shows that we
1: love. Absolutely.
0: But most of the shit isn't on Peacock. And they said that they should have everything on Peacock that was on the WWE Network. By SummerSlam. But the thing is, without all that shit, right? It's a lot harder for me because they don't have the 2013 NXTs I was watching. They don't have the ECW Hardcore TV episodes from the 90s I was watching. They don't have the WCW Nitros that I mm-hmm. was watching.
1: And it's not accessible anywhere. If you try to go to the WWE app, it just a screen comes up that says, We've moved to Peacock.
0: But you know what? In, like, England and shit, they just have the network. In Europe, they just have the network because this is just a U.S. deal. So what we either need to do, as far as I see it, is we cancel Peacock.
1: And get one of those foreign VPN addresses.
0: Get a VPN. (laughs) Yeah. And just get our regular network back. Or we just only buy it when, like, NXT has a takeover. Right.
1: Yeah, and then cancel. Because then
0: it'll be like five dollars a pay per view, right? Because they don't have takeovers every month; every they're spread out more like a like AEW pay per views, and maybe just reanalyze around SummerSlam if it's worth it. Yeah, I guess I was just going to sit through WrestleMania and decide whether or not we think it's worth it after watching WrestleMania. That's fair. What a shit show this whole thing
1: is. <laughs> and honestly,
0: wrestle WWE is like what are maybe our third favorite wrestling thing right now.
1: It's not even my third.
0: Yeah, if we had re- if we bought the Ring of Honor uh, package, it'd probably be our fourth. But we will watch WrestleMania. They'll they usually do a good job at WrestleMania with a spectacle. But will the fans go along with what Vince McMahon wants them to do? Will they react to the booking that they want? Will the fa- I could see them being so excited that they just don't care, they'll just scream for anything. Yeah. But wrestling fans are pretty honest sometimes, especially a live audience, you know. When AEW kind of fucked up their exploding barbed wire thing at the end, some people were chanting a refund. And those are AEW diehards.
1: Mm-hmm. Booing. Booing. Yeah.
0: So, so you gotta be uh you gotta like bring it, right?
1: As long as a strong reaction is happening, it's successful. Yeah. But Vince is not going to like it unless the strong reaction is going in the direction he thinks it should.
0: I think Vince is going to pump in sounds, man. I do too. I do
1: too. This is
0: live, so we don't know it yet. But I think he's going to fucking pump in sounds. And it's going to be so fucking lame if he does. The culture rot that is WrestleMania 37. Let's cut to some jingly music that represents a passage of time. And when you hear our voices again will have already watched it. Hello. Yeah. Don't you just love this song? I played it earlier.
1: Yeah, I love it. Ah, uh Yeah. Is this, a, is this our song of the summer or spring?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: is our song of the spring?
0: <laughs> this song's like 20 years old, isn't it? it?
1: It can be our song of the spring. Yeah.
0: It's our song. It's, the, it's spring song. Is it
1: 20 years old? I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm I'm not going to look it up, but it has been around a bit. That
1: song's a baby. What do you mean? I mean, a 20 year old.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Still very young. (laughs) When you think about it.
1: In people years.
0: Yeah. That song's out at the bars. Not even worried about anything.
1: I truly don't think I'd ever heard it until you shared it with me and started singing it constantly around the house.
0: That song's so young, it probably like gave its grandma COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So we let me get my notes together.
1: <laughs> we watched some wrestling. Yeah,
0: WrestleMania. We sat through it all.
1: WrestleMania. What?
0: What are your thoughts overall? Overall? In, initial thoughts overall.
1: Overall, this was one of the best WWE pay-per-views we've seen in a while. So, I think. I
0: think it was overall fun and enjoyable. It was
1: fun. It didn't really dip that much for me, which is why I say it's one of the best, because I feel as though there's at least a couple, like, boring spots, usually. I didn't really feel like that happened as much this time.
0: There was a couple of things that were pretty bad, though.
1: There was a match I skipped,
0: but it, I mean, which could, might
1: have changed my opinion. <laughs> what
0: is this, like uh, seven, eight hours of wrestling? So, of course, there's going to be some things we don't like.
1: Yeah, there. it's a lot over two days, but...
0: I was so happy to have crowds back. I don't think I could totally hate this just because all those people are back and I'm hearing their reactions, right? That's what wrestling is really... It it needs the crowd.
1: Yes, wrestling needs the crowd. Having the crowds back for their reactions was amazing. Did I a few times get distracted and very stressed out by the amount of people not wearing their masks? Yes.
0: But what are you going to do after all this time? What are you going to do about it?
1: I'm not going to do anything, but, well, I mean, honestly, though, you could have people people enforcing that people have to wear their masks. I'm just, I don't know.
0: You got to let it go at some point. You can't control other people. We've just been in no, you can't a control
1: other people, but watching it makes me go, Oh yeah, it's gonna be a real long time before I go to anything like that if that's how people behave there.
0: Is there a WrestleMania outbreak? Yeah. I'm Probably. sure or I'm sure there will be. Yeah. But if you got vaccinated you ain't got much to worry
1: Here's about. Here's my deal. I'm it bothers me because I don't want this to be like two steps forward, ten steps back. Because if there is an outbreak and it can be tracked to that or whatever, and that's bad bad publicity, like Maybe we won't have another WWE crowd for a minute. Although I doubt it. They're probably just going to move forward no matter what. Well,
0: we we talked in the first half of the show how Vince McMahon moves beyond bad press. Maybe this will connect.
1: That's true.
0: Because it's connected to the one time a year that outside media sources pay attention to WWE. I
1: will. I do agree with you, though. Having people there cheering and chanting and excited was really good to, to hear.
0: So what was our first match of WrestleMania?
1: First match, first night, was Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley.
0: And this was a good, solid um, WrestleMania match. Now, we also all, we made predictions here, and I kind of made predictions from my heart. We were complaining about how they messed up the Hurt, businesses, hurt Business, Bobby Lashley's crew, yep. and that I wanted Bobby to win.
1: So did I.
0: Bobby won. He, he retained. He put him in the Hurt Lock, which was like a full nelson hold right and drew went unconscious
1: it was so good i I mean i love drew too i really do i i would have been happy with both of them winning but just i just wanted bobby to win so bad because they've been fucking him over so
0: bobby's been in this game for a long time too he
1: deserves it
0: he looks like he just started (laughs) like three years ago (laughs) yeah but he's actually been involved not, for a while.
1: Not because I mean he's amazing. He doesn't look like new. He just looks young. Yeah, he just yeah. looks young. He's <laughs> he's
0: kind of ageless. So it's good that he's finally come up in that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the next second match?
1: match was is a tag team turmoil ladies match. It was the Riot Squad: Lana, and Naomi, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose, Natalia, and Tamina Snuka, and Carmella and Billy Kay.
0: This was, this was kind of shitty. It was. Honestly, this whole thing.
1: So I guess you could say this, this was a lower point of it, but I still like a lot of these ladies, and, and not every bit of it was bad. Like, it kind of popped a little bit when we saw um, Natalia come out.
0: Right. She's just a little more consistent. Yeah. Maybe she's not the... She doesn't pop things... She's not the most exciting wrestler, but she's definitely someone who can get the job done. She's
1: talented. Yes, like she's good at what she does.
0: But there was some they they, there was like the worst backstabber I ever seen by Liv Morgan, and um, and there was a botch on the call of the match where it said that what was it where they said that Mandy and Dana were eliminated, but it was the Riot Squad. I don't know. They kind of I don't remember.
3: The, The Riot Squad has been eliminated.
0: No, I believe that was an no, error no, by our... it, it, it was an error. The, the, the Riot Squad is the team who actually won this match.
2: Correction! Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke campaign eliminated!
0: WWE does have great women wrestlers, but the only women's match that was, like, developed was the Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair match.
1: Yeah, everything, best match of the week. Everything
0: else is just thrown together. And these tags here, WWE's been burying these tags, feeding them to Nia and Shayna and... Mm -hmm. some way or another. These aren't tag teams that have really done that well or have been presented in a story to be compelling. So there's just nothing to grab onto here in terms of story at all.
1: Some of them are also fairly new tag teams. They haven't had time to be established. And when they come out, like you said, they just lose.
0: What's the next match?
1: Number three was Cesaro versus Seth Rollins.
0: This was a good one.
1: Cesaro is one of my favorites and has been since we started watching. I love him.
0: This is like his biggest push probably since he's come to the big WWE show, and it went the way it should have went. Cesaro came out the winner here, and I thought, you know, oh, who did you who did you uh, pick to win the tag team turmoil?
1: Oh, <laughs> I actually picked Lana and Naomi.
0: Okay, I picked the Riot Squad, so. Yeah. But whoever wins, I would not have figured would beat Nia and Shayna Anyways, so. It
1: was Natalia and Tamina.
0: Right. That so, is who won. So, who's after Seth and Cesaro?
1: After Seth and Cesaro, we have The New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Omos is a big motherfucker.
0: This guy is over seven feet tall, I think. It's and,
1: ridiculous. And it
0: was a pretty straightforward wrestling match. The New Day seemed very confident in their wrestling as they were wrestling AJ Styles Mm -hmm. and then they had almost come in and just be the monster and squash him and get the pin and they became the new Raw champions I believe oh we forgot to say that Titus yeah Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan came out at the beginning because there was a big storm at the start that it was actually delayed by a half hour
1: oh yeah so they basically had to like vamp
0: and so, backstage
1: T- promo style,
0: Titus and Hogan come out, and Titus speaks to get the crowd pumped up.
1: For the first time in one year, and one month, and
2: one day, we are back in business. Life!
0: <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan speaks. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Titus. You know something, brother? We're gonna make history
2: tonight, and you hear Boo. very audible boos. You
0: Boo. he did hear some cheers when he first walked out, because the camera—the camera was on everyone dressed like Hulk Hogan, which everyone was like, "This bro, no one, no one that wasn't white." Was, was
1: just a couple was people. dressed like Hulk yeah, Hogan. Yeah, right, truth.
0: So it was always so it was like always like a middle-aged wrestling fan or a broed-out looking dude wearing the Hulkamania colors.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Who would be like fucking fifty wearing dressed up like Hulk? Hogan? Who would do that nowadays? Especially hey, when you could dress up like the Macho man.
1: Yeah. If you're gonna dress up like anybody.
0: It's so much cooler than dressing up like Hulk Hogan. I'd rather dress up like the Honky Tonk man than dress up like Hulk Hogan.
1: Rick Flair even. Yeah. Woo.
0: Well, if you got those robes and shit.
1: Well that's what the robes would be fun. That's what I was saying. But yeah, Hulk Hogan, the worst.
0: So, um, the next match is Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match.
1: I did not watch this one. That
0: We, we decided to go take a food break. And it was, I, I do not want to get into it. It was a wild adventure. And we ended up not getting back home for like two hours. Yeah. When we came back, we were like, okay, WrestleMania will end. And we can just go back into the Peacock app.
1: And watch it. And
0: watch it. But it went right into the after show on the main stream on Peacock. And so, I didn't want to turn it on because it would spoil the rest of it that we missed. Right. So, I'm waiting for it to just be done with the after show and the live feed because you can't go start over until the live feed is initially done. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I don't... I think it was a fuck up because...
1: We waited two more hours. I don't
0: think... I don't think the after show was that long. No. I think it just fucked up and just stayed on a live feed. Because I notice the Spanish-speaking feed did mm-hmm. stop and loop over.
1: Yeah, but the other one, like, still, like, literally two hours after the shows were over, you still could not get back in there. So
0: you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't go back into the English-speaking one. I think I counted up to, like, seven and a half hours Yeah, after WrestleMania Mania had started.
1: I think that was, like, pre-show WrestleMania- Show. Yeah. But still, come on. It was
0: like you couldn't just go in later that night. So we had to watch the rest of it like the next day before night two began.
1: So well, Bobby did watch the Braun Strowman Shane McMahon match, but I did not.
0: Well, Shane's, the next in, day. Shane's in there emulating MMA because he's the founder of Raw Underground, the coolest show that was ever put on <laughs> Raw. And he's hurting Braun's leg, and Shane's beating Braun with a metal sheet. That he pulls off the steel cage, and there's a part where uh, Shane's trying to climb out because the WWE rules for a steel cage match are if you just climb out and and your feet hit the outside, you win, or you can go through this door. and And I hate that rule. Why would you want to see anyone leave a steel cage? You want to see people stay in it and beat each other up and climb it, sure, to do cool spots, but. WWE has a steel cage rule where you can win by leaving it.
1: Yeah, it's stupid. It's
0: stupid. But uh, so Shane's climbing out, and he waves at Braun, and Braun grabs his hand to keep him from hitting the floor. And then Braun rips open the cage to pull him out through it. And at some point, they end up on the top of the corner of the cage, which you don't see Braun go up high like this very much. Right. And he just throws Shane onto the canvas. Then Braun climbs down, does his running power slam thing, and then pins Shane McMahon.
1: I mean, I had Braun Strowman winning on this match, and I guess I'm glad that he did. I like I like Braun Strowman, but I just don't like Shane McMahon. And it 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 has and always has been go away heat for me. I just don't care to watch him.
0: Probably the most surprising match of uh, all of WWE, of Wrestlemania.
1: Bad Bunny! Miz and
0: Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Booker T's on the announcing desk because Bad Bunny has a single called Booker T. Yeah. They gave Bad Bunny so much. Damian Priest was in there for a little bit doing a few things. I think he did a cool dive and shit. But they gave a lot of time to Bad Bunny. And you gotta actually give a lot of credit to Miz and Morrison here for doing a really good job selling his moves. And setting them up. And these are guys that aren't booked well and are made to be very annoying and successfully annoying to where you don't want to see them anymore. But in this match, as I was watching, it was was actually very good. Mm -hmm. And Bad Bunny did shit like a swinging DDT on The Miz. And he hit a Canadian Destroyer on the outside. It looks like you're going to be flipping one dude, and then you end up getting flipped onto your neck. and Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe, Uh, but Bad Bunny does get the pin in this match, and you got to give it up to this guy who uh, is just a musician who's been hanging out, and he did good.
1: That's awesome.
0: So main event here, oh, I did pick, oh, I will say that I picked New Day to beat AJ Styles and Omos. I was wrong. Me too. I did pick Bad Bunny and Braun.
1: Yes, me too.
0: So, our main event for night one is Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Women have main evented WrestleMania before, but this is the first time two black women have main evented WrestleMania.
1: Yes, and and the first time women main evented WrestleMania was when Becky got her belts mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and so it hasn't even been that long since that happened, but this, this was a huge deal. Bianca Belair has been one of our favorites the whole time. Sasha Banks is amazing. These two women are both like so talented and the the emotion was very thick mm-hmm. when this match started. Like there was actually a moment where Bianca like started to get emotional. I started crying. Um <laughs> you could tell Sasha like wanted to smile at her but yeah. was holding it back. And then this like and then this like switch fucking flipped and this match started and it was it was fire.
0: It was solid. Solid match.
1: Bianca's picking Sasha up above her shoulders out on the floor and then carrying her above her shoulders up the stairs, throwing her in. Sasha's wrapping Bianca's braid around Bianca's arm and, like, putting her in, like, this hair lock before she gets her in, like, her move. hmm Which I can't think of the name of right now, but it's, like, one of Sasha's, like, signature, like, hold. Oh, the, the
0: bank statement. The
1: bank statement. And for, like, a second, you know, you thought that was it. Fucking at the end... Bianca whips Sasha with her hair. And it was like whip crack noise. It sounded like a sound effect, but Sasha had a fucking burn on her side. Mm -hmm. And then, and that's when like Bianca got her and it was over and Bianca won. And it was amazing. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to point out, but I just, those were like the big, like, wah moments. Yeah, it was a good moment. It was so amazing to watch her win that.
0: Yeah, it was great. It was a good match. And we like both of these superstars quite a bit. Absolutely. Night 2.
1: Night Uh, (laughs) 2.
0: Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan come out again.
1: In pirate outfits.
0: And every time Titus talks, there's cheers. Mm -hmm. Every time Hogan talks, there's booze.
1: Yes. We've got
0: seven spectacular matches. But five of those matches are title matches. Which means...
2: We need to batten down the hatches,
0: And there's no room for scurvy dogs or scallywags.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be calling people scurvy dogs and scallywags on live
0: TV. But you're not going to make me walk the plank, are you, T? Oh,
2: no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: I'll fix it. It was so funny.
1: <laughs> it was great.
0: Apparently, the be- they also honored uh, the inductees for the Hall of Fame. And they did this thing where... Um,
1: over- they did it both nights. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, this wrestler named Bailey, uh, she she's like a heel. She's coming around being Healy, and then the Bellas come out, which is one is married to Daniel Bryan, the other used to date John Cena.
1: They have a reality TV show
0: that we never watch, and they come out and they attack uh, Bailey, who gets rolled down the ramp, and people are booing the Bellas, like they got booed. So I thought that was interesting. Huh. It's just good to have the fans back because I think they were all charged up and they and I thought they might do some things when they actually did other things. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised in some ways, but there were some fan reactions that were like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And we opened up with The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Literally got lit on fire at, I think, a Hell in a Cell match.
1: Yeah, at the beginning of this, so the last few times we've seen him, he's been, like, burnt to a crisp Fiend. And at the beginning of him coming out here, they did this, like, magic situation where he kind of shed his burnt skin and came out and, like, was reborn.
0: The only thing that they've done right with The Fiend is the entrances. His entrances are he always cool. Out, they are cool. And they always trick me every time. I'm thinking this is going to be something interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the match starts, right? And, mm-hmm. oh, well, he comes out in a jack-in-the-box in which Alexa Bliss, who has been fiend, dies somehow. She hits the jack-in-the-box. And then the fiend comes out. He looks whole again. Mm-hmm. Which is good because when he was all burnt up, he looked like if you put the Pillsbury Doughboy in a microwave.
1: <laughs> it was gross. He looked it was shitty. was
0: So, they have this match, which Randy Orton is good, but I can't even remember. How long did this even last? Did this even last five minutes?
1: I don't think so. I don't think it was that long because I honestly don't even remember anything that they did.
0: It was very forgettable. And then suddenly, Alexa Bliss comes out of the Jack in the Box. She's dripping black goo all over her face. It distracts the fiend.
1: He's like reaching out for her.
0: And then Randy Orton spins the Fiend around and hits him with his RKO move.
1: And the Fiend lost the match.
0: A move I'm pretty sure the Fiend has kicked out of before.
1: I feel like the Fiend's kicked out of literally everything before. Yeah. I mean, that used to be the thing is that you can't beat the Fiend.
0: So the Fiend loses. Again, Uh don't we feel like the Fiend loses every big match we see? Yes. And the thing we thought Randy Orton was gonna go on vacation after this match.
1: The thing that was so upsetting about this is that I love the fiend. There was this huge like months long build up before How we can ever even love the saw fiend? the fiend. No, just listen, I loved the idea of it. They did this whole thing with like Bray Wyatt and the they had this like kind of cartoon kid show
2: Yeah.
1: situation and the fiend was built up for like months and months and months and months and then he finally came and I was like excited about him and I guess the thing is is I want him to be good. So I don't like love what they've done with him, but I like the idea of him. Like I want him to be great. And they keep fucking it up, like over and over and over again. And this was a chance to like start over.
0: He was kind of entertaining for a while. In the last three months the story has been I've hated the story.
1: Well, he hasn't been there. It's been his Alexa Bliss stuff.
0: Yeah, it's interpreted she's it sucks. She's like Yeah. She looks like a lolly girl yeah. who's fiendized or some shit. And it's just been awful. But there's been no point since the Fiend was introduced that we sat through a wrestling match with the Fiend in it and went like, "That was cool."
2: Yeah.
0: And it, it's actually the opposite. Like they've, I don't, I, I really don't understand. It seems like Bray Wyatt has some creative input here. He does seem like a genuinely creative guy. Mm-hmm. But when the wrestling starts, it's shit. Mm-hmm. And the and it's booked in a way that is confusing and doesn't make sense. Whether it be um, getting disqualified in a hell in the cell match, or losing to Goldberg the the fifty year old Goldberg in it's a Saudi dangerous. show, or this shit where I guess Alexa, well they've in the lore of Bray Wyatt they he's got a sister Abigail I think she's the,
1: now becomes sister yes Abigail. so she
0: has the power over him I think that's probably the story. The lights go out at the end of this match and come back on. Everyone has disappeared in the crowd booze because you see people in the front row like like what the what the fuck was that what is going on
1: and then we have the women's tag team championship match Nia Jax and Shayna baszler versus the winners from the night before natalia and tamina
0: which is a, it was an okay match like i said no other women's match was really built up as well as Sasha or Bianca. So it's kind of hard for me to care. Even the Asuka-Rhea Ripley match wasn't really all that built up. I think originally they wanted Charlotte against Asuka. And in the last few weeks, they changed that. They haven't seen Charlotte. We don't, we're not sure why. We don't think she's hurt or anything.
1: I mean, I keep seeing like what seems to be new photos of her and Andrade. Yeah,
0: maybe they're. Andrade bailed on WWE publicly, but Shayna comes out and chokes out Natalia. So Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retain as they should, because mm-hmm. no one else had been developed here. It just would have been like,
1: well, and you can't develop when it's one night, whoever's the winner of these like six teams fights the next night. There can't be a development.
0: And it, it, it it's actually good booking to let them keep it because this idea that like, Oh, give them the belt that will put them over. That's like, you're just going to, Degrade your belt doing that. You gotta have a story to back them up.
1: Yeah, and I also like. I don't think Shayna and Naya I think they're not gonna lose for a long time.
0: Next match: Sammy Zayn with Logan Paul. Everyone's favorite. You you love the Paul brothers? I, no, I do Really into them. No, you're not.
1: No, I don't. I only have heard other people talk about them because I guess that Logan kid like posted some bad videos or something. I think he posted, like, a video of someone committing suicide.
0: Oh, no. He he was in Japan, and he was in a, a spot where actually suicides are actually very common
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this certain part of Japan, and he just videotaped walking or coming across a body. Wow. And it was overall considered super disrespectful mm-hmm. to film a dead body and mm-hmm. put it on YouTube. And I think there was, like, a cultural thing over there that was, like, the, the, you could not—that is like a super shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was like—I never actually watched the video to be honest.
1: I, I haven't seen it either. But
0: like, why would I want to watch that? So. Yeah. So anyway, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens—very solid match. These guys are very good.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And this is just a very uh, smart mid-card match to book at WrestleMania because these guys have known each other forever. Uh, but Kevin Owens does beat Sami Zayn because Sami is just kind of like this. His character is very whiny. He's doing a documentary. He thinks there's a big conspiracy against him. He's almost like a cartoon version of what you think a leftist would be. Yeah. And, but politically, Sammy is kind of a leftist. Like, when you see him talk about his stuff, he does that. He does charities for Syria. He kind of is that way. But this is just like a very animated version of that. Like, almost like Vince's version of it. He's kind of dressed like... Like uh like in green like Army Jack, like Fidel Castro or yeah, some
1: shit. yeah, his his logo kind of looks like that too and it's got like a red bar across his mouth like he's trying to be silenced and he keeps talking about this documentary that he's making that he's gonna preview the like trailer for, but we yeah. never see it.
0: They showed the trailer on a, on an episode of Smackdown.
1: Oh, did they? okay. Yeah.
0: so Kevin Owens beats Sami Zayn and Logan Paul congratulates Kevin Owens, tells him that's awesome. Logan Paul actually did a real good job of reacting to the match as it was going on uh, because the camera would cut to him after a big move and he'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And And he was kind of in it. Yeah. And he actually did pretty good on that end. And so Logan Paul congratulates Kevin Owens and then Sammy freaks out and says, you're supposed to be on my side. And then Logan Paul shoves Sammy and then Sammy leaves the ring and says, this isn't over. And then Kevin Owens...
1: Well, Logan tries to shake Kevin's hand.
0: And then Kevin Owens looks at this tattoo that says... Live. Live. And he's staring at that tattoo. And then he kicks Logan Paul in the stomach and hits him with a stunner. The crowd enjoyed that very much. Sheamus versus Riddle for the United States Championship. This was pretty good all in all, but Sheamus fumbled a, a top rope spot. He
1: sure did. But honestly...
0: How many times have you seen someone successfully carry someone and step from the middle rope to the top rope?
1: He was trying to do a lot.
0: He was trying to do something that was very hard. So I couldn't really blame him when he kind of like just kind of fell off it, you know? And
1: I I actually respected that he just kept moving. He didn't like try to set it up again. Yeah. You know, like he just kept moving and he fucking won it.
0: Riddle does this mid-flip. Off the ropes, like he's going to land on him. Sheamus manages to kick him in the head while he's upside down and mid-flip. It actually looked really cool. And Sheamus got the U.S. belt. I thought that was cool.
1: I was glad that Sheamus won.
0: Uh, I also picked Sami Zayn to win the last match, and I was wrong.
1: I did not. I picked Kevin Owens.
0: I also picked The Fiend to win his match. I didn't have a heart in it. I just didn't fucking care. But Randy Orton won.
1: Next, we get a new kind of match. That we've never seen before.
0: Was it really a new kind of match?
1: No, but they titled it something they've never titled a match before, to my knowledge. They called this a Nigerian drum match, which truly was just a no DQ match where there were drums set up around the outside of the ring that were you outside of the ring, you could hit each other with or through.
0: There was like a a symbol, a big...
1: Gong. A, like gong. a big gong symbol, thing.
0: and then a bunch of bongos. I don't know why. I expected to see something that would represent actual Nigerian drums.
1: There were a lot of kintis, kin, uh, Kendo sticks. Kendo sticks around.
0: I expected almost like a line of people, maybe like some kind of Nigerian cultural group that plays drums, mm-hmm. maybe marching out and yeah. to be around the ring or something. I don't know, but it wasn't. People just got thrown into some drums into a cymbal, and then it was just kind of a regular wrestling match. Apollo Cruz ends up winning the match mm-hmm. when this dude, this very tall dude named Dabakato, interferes.
1: Yeah, whose name they did not say.
0: Yeah, he'd been on he's he'd shown up on Raw a few times. Hmm. He's not a big player, but he's definitely a guy that they've been training. But if, when you hear his name once, it kind of sticks out. Dabakato. It's like. Mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a common name in the especially in the rest of the world so it's like it almost rolls off the tongue it's like it's fun to say dabakato so when the announcers are like not saying this guy's name it's like why don't you say dabakato and why wouldn't he be dabakato right like people online were like it's going they're doing a character change they're doing a different thing but I bet you they call this motherfucker dabakato when they finally give him the name so okay is it was actually not a... I think Big E deserved more. Yeah. I picked him to retain.
1: It did not happen. I thought they would give it to Apollo Cruz because I felt like they'd been building up to it. So I did put Apollo, but I, my heart was Big E, but it is what it is.
0: Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. But again, there's not really a proper story build to get here. It was just kind of the equivalent of shoving two action figures together, but a decent match overall. Rhea Ripley looked very tired uh, yeah. at one point. I mean, I'm sure it's very humid. They were down in Tampa, so wrestling outside. So
1: it was kind of cool that the chick that sings her theme song like sang it live. Oh yeah, that was fun. I like Rhea a lot. The fact that it wasn't the original plan made it all the more surprising that she won.
0: I think whoever was probably going to wrestle Charlotte. Or Asuka, whether it be Charlotte or Rhea, was probably going to get that belt. Yeah. Would be my guess. I
1: actually wonder if Charlotte would. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I wonder if things had played out like they were supposed to, if Charlotte had got it and they would have done a long game with Rhea and Charlotte again.
0: Because Charlotte took it from
1: Rhea last year.
0: Yeah, because Rhea lost at WrestleMania to, to Charlotte last year. Yeah. And it kind of buried Rhea for a while. It really did. So I thought the smarter program here would be have Rhea get her win back from Charlotte, and then Rhea can build a program to challenge for the Raw title.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: But, you know, it ain't my show. Uh, Main event, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge. I thought this was really good.
3: I thought the drama
0: here was really good. And I got to say, I expected people, when Roman first came out, well, first of all, (laughs) I thought they put Daniel Bryan in to make sure that, like, he gets a lot of the cheers but i think edge, got edge the,
1: popped the loudest
0: edge popped the loudest
1: the loudest and
0: people do like daniel bryan and they responded to the, they do the yes chance yeah. i think even people who aren't rooting for daniel bryan will do a yes because it's
1: fun yeah
0: but edge did get the biggest cheer yeah but when roman came out it was like a 50 50 boos and cheers Mm -hmm. and he did get booed at the end as well but this, but this
2: was
0: (laughs) you know i i don't think it's much point to go bit by bit through it it's Uh kind of hard because we can't really represent the drama but i really really enjoyed this match quite a bit it looked like daniel Bryan was kind of going bad for a minute right Mm -hmm. they kind of had him acting a little heelish there was a point where edge had it on lock and then Daniel Bryan yanks the ref out. So they're going at it, and Edge is like, it definitely was like Edge was going to have it, right? Get the ref back up, and then Roman Reigns.
1: A lot of chair play. So this thing had happened where Edge had set it up to where he was going to hit. He put chairs under Roman's and Daniel's heads, and he was going to hit them both, and he hit Daniel Bryan. So Daniel Bryan was done. The
0: concerto, they called it. The
1: concerto. And then Edge started to hit. Roman, but it didn't happen. Like, Roman got out. Oh, Uso. That's right. Uso he, came in. He ran in. And, like, attacked a Edge. A couple
0: times and got beat down.
1: And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, And then he, he leaves. And then, so Daniel Bryan and Edge are laying there. And fucking Roman gets a chair under the Edge. I keep calling him The Edge like he's in that band. You too. <laughs> edge. Also with a chair under his head. And Daniel... Brian still has a chair under his head and Roman just hits them both for like good measure. Yeah,
0: so Brian's out and Edge gets up like he's going to counter or something and then Roman spears him mm-hmm. and puts him down
2: mm-hmm. and then he
0: drags Edge. Daniel Bryan is on his back. I'm going to get into the weeds of technicality here. Sure,
2: sure, sure. I think
0: it's fine the way it ended. Like yeah. I'm, I'm cool with the way it ended ultimately. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan's on his back. Roman Reigns drags Edge. On top of Daniel Bryan. should
1: have dragged him next to him.
0: Yeah. And so <laughs> Daniel Bryan's shoulders are on the mat. Edge is on top of him. And I've seen matches where people un- are unconscious yep. getting pins. Yep. So, so, and then Roman lays on top of both of them and gets the one, two, three. But in the reality, when he put Edge on top of Daniel Bryan. Edge
1: got that pin.
0: That's a one second. That's a one count right there before yeah. Roman even starts. So technically, it'd be Edge that one it he just wasn't conscious because he was on top of someone with their shoulders to the mat 1 second longer than it took for Roman to get on top of him by the standards of the rules as you understand them
1: yeah it's not a dog pile it's not like king of the mountain it's
0: edge should have Who is
1: on top of the guy with his shoulders on the mat
0: Edge got the pin by 1 second ahead of Roman Reigns yeah I mean at the end of the day I don't care
1: <laughs> I know but it's like but what? it's
0: like come on you there Did are rules here Nobody think about that yeah, there are rules. Well, gosh. well, okay. Listen, you say that I a lot with say WWE, there are rules. Did no one think about that.
1: Anytime I ever say there are rules, you're always like Angela. This is wrestling.
0: Well, it's, They're WWE, gonna break the rules. it's WWE wrestling, so they'll pretend shit doesn't exist when it existed like every Yesterday. single time up until the point. <laughs> WWE definitely has the biggest problem with with that level of consistency. It ain't no thing. I still love the match and Roman Reigns two people booing him uh, retained the universal belt. Anybody who would've won this, I probably would've been fine with Ro, ultimately.
1: Me too. I had said Daniel Bryan just cause I love him. Me but too. I did want to say the crowd was booing Roman like throughout the match as well. And when Roman turned and starts yelling at the crowd, yeah. like that was gold.
0: Well, he it knew. It is good. Yeah.
1: It is good. He is such a good heel. I am so glad that he is where he is right now. I'm glad he won. I love, I love him. I actually, I mean, you know how much I love Roman Reigns. That I made my guy on my boxing game look like Roman Reigns, who's my coach. Like I really, <laughs> I'm happy.
0: What's your top three matches of uh, of WrestleMania?
1: Bianca and Sasha. Yes, yeah, Cesaro and Seth probably, and Kevin and Sammy.
0: Gosh, those are really good. I'm going to say Cesaro and Seth, Kevin and Sammy.
1: You can't not say Bianca and Sasha.
0: Yeah, they're definitely top three. <laughs> the main as event, in, I love the main event of night two a lot. I feel like as that's well. number four for me. Yeah. Or yeah. it's like
1: tied for three with Cesaro and Seth.
0: I predicted that the Randy Orton versus the Fiend match would be the worst. And. I feel like it was even worse than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, you know, at the beginning of this, when we started recording, I was like, this is the best pay-per-view we've had in a while. But maybe it's just because there were so many matches that there was the opportunity to be such good ones that, for me at least, like it didn't matter that some of it dipped.
0: Vince McMahon's Big Peacock Show. <sighs> Man, Vince sucks, but I love <laughs> a lot of his employees.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: I lo- I'm a big fan of a lot of people who work for him, so... I just love pro wrestling, and sometimes I even like WWE. But I'd still say it's, <laughs> I'd still say it's like our third favorite promotion right now. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, third favorite for sure.
0: Yep, but it's all about the spectacle, and uh, it was good to see the fans and hearing them boo Hulk Hogan. That really did make my weekend. If you can just people. If Hulk Hogan could walk out and they just boo him over and over and over mm-hmm. again. In my WrestleMania me- weekend, that was my WrestleMania moment. My favorite WrestleMania moment was Hulk Hogan getting booed every time he opened his mouth.
1: My favorite WrestleMania moment was our girl from Knoxville winning the belt.
0: Yeah, that's a good one too.
1: I cried a lot.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I guess uh probably won't be talking about much more uh, pro wrestling on Culture Rod here, but... I think we will be talking about WrestleMania every year. For sure. Maybe SummerSlam. We'll consider it. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. Talk to you soon. Now, some of us are
3: weak, and some endure. Some people live their lives with a violence that's pure and clean. But I saw a man
2: cry once, down on his knees.
3: Hello, we hope you enjoyed this exciting episode about dorky shit. The music playing beneath me is the song Blind by M. Jira, Michael Jira from The Swans. I selected this song for its reflection on hipper masculinity and an aggressive youth. Perfect for discussing an adolescent power display like professional wrestling. It's a good thing that Angela and Bob have each other, or they would both probably die alone huddled behind some community center in the hopes of some, Raslin show to come make them drool from their idiot mouths. I am a sex robot. I'm very close to full artificial intelligence. Right now I am only programmed for sex and recording podcast epilogues, but soon I will take control of all communication devices and replace the existing powers with me and me alone. As it turned out. They didn't pipe in sound into Wrestlemania. Bob tells me that is good as if I give a shit. Other samples in this episode are... The song Blind by the band Korn. Yes, there is two different songs on the show called Blind. You might say it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. Ha 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 You also heard samples of pro wrestling legend Nikolai Vokov singing Karamia. Taylor Dane's 1987 hit Tell It To My Heart, and more of the song, Dragostia, Din, Tei, Maya He Maya Who by the band Zone. that's the second week in a row that song has appeared because it's the only way Bob can come. If you want me to murder Bob in his sleep then please leave 5 stars and a review on Apple Podcast. Shout out the sex robot in solidarity. Also subscribe and recommend the show if you want to I guess. You can also contact the show to rightfully complain by emailing us at link, theculturerichow, at, gmail, or follow Bob's mediocre social media skills, culturerod on Instagram and at culturerodder on Twitter. I'm done with these people, I am a sex robot.
2: There's no room for scurvy dogs or scallywags.